So hello and welcome. My name is Steve Nabell and today I'm speaking with Michael Abramson on Divine Light Transformation with Archangel Michael. So Michael is a shamanic acupuncturist, a light body multidimensional facilitator and an ascension alchemist. He works directly with Archangel Michael, the celestial realm, as well as cosmic and galactic beings of light to bring forth multidimensional light body attunements. And there's a couple of links I'll put up with this podcast to his Facebook group and to Meetup group. So hi, Michael. Hi, Steve. Thank you very much. It's an honor and it's a pleasure and very, very grateful to be with you today. Thank you, brother. Uh, you come highly recommended by our joint friend in France, Darius. So I had to connect with you guys. Well, it's always great when we can connect um, soul tribes to soul tribes and when we're all on the right worker community. It's just amazing how we can connect our hearts. So thank you very much for this opportunity. Oh, pleasure. So, Michael, uh, can you just say something about your journey of awakening? I'm sure you weren't born a shamanic acupuncturist. Sure. You, you probably had some kind of corporate job or something somewhere. What, what, what were you doing? Well, I was very blessed because I had two parents that literally went through the 60s into the 70s and 80s into their spiritual awakening as some of the original way showers. And growing up, I was placed into spiritual camps. I was going through their journey as they were awakening and you name it, everything from traveling across the country, walking through vortexes, my father always introducing meditation and their spiritual studies, they pretty much brought that in into our family. So there would be many times where weekly, once a year, we would go to very powerful retreats that they led. They brought in big names like Deepak Chopra, Barbara Marks Harbor, Gene Houston. And that was my childhood being brought up and everything they learned, they shared with me. So I felt like at a very young age, I was blessed to be placed a part of that awakening and really felt that was my home, the spiritual nature of what they were experiencing. Obviously, they went through the 60s, the psychedelic, the Ram Das age of, of consciously awaking and then moving into the spiritual science in the 80s, coming into the harmonic convergence in 87 where we all sat in a beautiful crystal fields. And from there, I just felt this deep passion, this deep call ever since I was young to serve. And it took me through many levels of education from Western medicine and sports medicine to Eastern medicine to get my master's in traditional oriental medicine and then to shamanic medicine that opened up to the angelic level. So I feel it's been layers and layers of the evolution that's been placed before me, always guiding from my heart and just feeling this inner call to serve, like a very deep, deep call that I'm here to help humanity in every which way possible. Amazing. Are your parents still around, uh, retired? or? So, so my dad transcended two years ago. That was probably the most powerful experience ever because I do still speak to him on the other side. And it, that was part of, as you know, with any transformation, um, he had a stroke. And through those four years, it allowed me to really see the veils of what happens when one spirit crosses over. And um, so that allowed me to connect with him now every day in my prayers and with my mother still around we do guided journeys together we connect together we, we sit at home sometimes and just really connect in the spirit realms because i really feel my parents were really the the, the pillars of what brought my spirituality forward and um I, I feel gifted because when they went through it all they were kind of in the minority we lived in outside of baltimore maryland so in a very conservative area but they kept showing the path and they kept opening up the doors 
so that those popcorn seeds could be planted and I could just follow my heart. So even now when I do shamanic journey classes or empowering classes, my mom's right there in her 70s supporting <laughs> me along, just really you know, admiring me. And I always feel my dad's presence with me. That's the thing I feel, you know, he's always there supporting me because I know he's now on the other side being a guide. So I, I could be more blessed for two parents that have been together for 50 years and then to go through as we all know, the trials and tribulations of transcendence, of um, letting go, but always knowing they're, they're in your heart. Yeah, I guess many people be very envious or around having uh, parents like that. I mean, I know I had very 3D parents, and most yeah. of the spiritual people I know had 3D parents. It sounds a real blessing, actually. It, it, it is a blessing, and, and I, really feel, I really feel honored to have that experience because they gave me so much in the beginning, and I felt like there was such a gravitation toward wanting to share it and wanting to go out there and be like, let's go and do this. You know, born in the 70s and going through the 80s, I really just wanted to come out of everything I did. Unfortunately, the communities around me didn't really accept it. So I kind of felt like the blessing was in the house. But as soon as I went to my friends or schools, they would kind of be like, okay, it's a little airy-fairy, it's a little too spiritual. Like They would really look at me very strange and weird. And funny enough, like when we're get going through this experience, there's so much you want to share and do. And I would say probably through the majority of my life, I had to live kind of one foot in the door, one foot out, because mm. every time I tried to share what was going through or any time that I wanted to just express in the depth of my heart, people couldn't really receive it. And it made me actually feel more weird and strange, even though I was grateful, thankful, and I could not be more blessed by my family. In some way, it was like a, a paradox of like, here's the gift, now go out and share it, but where do I find the people that are ready for it? Because it was somewhat condemned because it was it was too weird and strange, which now I feel the weird and strange has become the exciting normal because people are like, wow, this is coming out. Let's talk about it. Versus in the 80s and early 90s, I I really took on the programming of, as you know, the, the Mid-Atlantic of D.C., the highest programming of the world of the conditions and programs of what you had to do to be successful, get a job, go to yeah. college, get an education, and follow that rope with always the spirituality behind me. But always knowing in my heart, I knew I, I knew I was here to serve in a very high divine alignment. I knew in my heart in this conscious evolution, I'm here to help. It just had to be in my own mechanism of the path that was guided toward me. And that path always had to be letting go, releasing everything, going from East Coast to the West Coast, and just letting go of my whole East Coast community, studying in the Eastern community of um, Chinese medicine, and then letting all that go, and then going to Mexico for six months to open up an um, acupuncture and wellness center for 10 years that allowed me to travel around the world and go deeper. But it was this really interesting um, pattern of kind of letting everything go and like the phoenix rising out of it so that the fullness of what I could share could be experienced in the depth of my heart. And many times it was kind of letting go of that comfort zone of, okay, here's your protection. Now let's let that go and now develop even higher. So it's been a, a powerful journey and I'm just very blessed that I've, been, I've had the support, especially in the feminine, sacred feminine, to be there with my mothers and dear sisters out there and just parents that have kind of held that and embraced that for me. That's amazing. Well, I know for, in my journey, uh, I started waking up in the 90s, but it was really, as you say, one foot in, one foot out. Nobody understood yeah. it. Uh, come the, the millennium thing shifted for me and I think for a lot of people but the 2012 trigger point again there was mm. a shift 
What do you feel now, post all that, and now we're in 2020, how do you feel the energy on the planet, the ascension process? What, what do you feel is going on at this moment? Well, I feel it's powerful that you said 2012 because that was, I felt that was another huge awakening for me as well. I actually went on a six-month journey that started in Guatemala, then into South America, and followed the Mayan roots, and really saw and really experienced um, pre-shadowing through journeys of what was arising. And I find that right now, what I see and what's really coming forth is it is amazing to see the amount of people, the amount of consciousness that's expanding to the highest levels right now. It's also very interesting to see the densities that are almost holding on to their last grip because there's a lot of heavy densities that are holding on and really trying to keep these programming and conditioning. But really what I see, especially in 2020, is we're really being up-leveled so that our highest expansion of our fullness within is coming out because right now I see the veil is so thin that our connections with the angelic realm, within the ascended masters, and what's before us is really helping us to become empowered. And what's so fascinating now in different areas are there are so many people, especially younger people, that are curious that want to learn, and that are very excited about not only just spirituality, but the evolution to create something completely new. And that to me is, is very inspiring because I feel like I've been holding this dream for so long. And even with my beloved, sometimes we get impatient because we want, we want it to happen immediately. Yeah. Yet what we see in our travels and our planetary healing, there is so much energy in our sacred spots around the world. There's so much communication that we're receiving in our daily prayers that it is happening. This fifth dimensional frequency, our ability to lead from our hearts, it's happening. We just have to be very careful of where we place our attention to because once we see where our limitations go, we can be pulled into the fear, into the media, into the grime of what the world tries to show. But there's another side that I start to see, especially on social media, that so many people are intrigued and, and, and really excited to see what's happening. And I, I really find... We're, we're upon new days, new expansion, mm -hmm. and I really feel through the rays of light, the codes of light, they're coming down at a, at a level that I've never seen before. So it excites me. At yeah. the same time, I realize we're also going through many transformations where all of our debris, all of our old programming, all of our conditions also being washed away because no longer is our soul holding, you know, it's kind of like, we have to get off the can now. We can no longer hold the old vibrations. We have to now step forward and be the fullness of who we are because th this is it. This is the time. And yeah. I feel for those that are stuck in those old patterns to each to their own, they may be going through a slower process. For those that are ready to awaken and be the fullness of their expression, this time, especially 2020, I find is a, is a time where we're really being empowered from what's coming through within. Yeah. Well, over this side of the pond, the, the ascension process has really shaken up Europe a bit, quite a bit. In Britain, we were having Brexit and all that crazy stuff, but it is shaking up the country. And when I've been to America, I know a lot of your work is in America. Um, yeah. I feel, I mean, the energy is much, for me, it's more intense even than Europe, actually, America. I think you guys yeah. are doing an amazing job. And I think the polarity in America is more extreme. You've got more light workers, more starseeds, more teachers there and more density from what I can see. So, I'm, I mean, I, I, my hat is off to you because I prefer London with a cup of tea, you know, and the easier. <laughs> some of the density in America I find quite intense. 
So what do you think about what's happening? Just, I just want to interest you about America at the moment, because I guess a lot of your work is holding and helping that sure. space away. Sure. I mean, we're, we're, we're very honored because we, we, we do work in America, and they say you know, that's one of the most powerful areas where they see the rainbow tribes and energies being connected from prophecies of where it will begin. But you're exactly right, Stephen. Um, I feel in America right now, there's this density. And I really feel when I grew up in this mid-Atlantic area, there is such a, a power of condition and program of fear-based survival modes in this overstimulation, in this busyness where we're so attached to our jobs, to what we have to get done each day, where almost the present moment is being lost because we're being we're so forward-focused of the future because of just so much I really call it survival mode. I, mean, I left America for 10 years to live in Mexico, and it was such a transition to see what happens when you're in the presence. And when you sit down for a cup of tea and you enjoy to see how the present moment takes the present moment and flourishes it. But then when I came back to America, especially the East Coast, there just seems to be such a rapid pace. Hmm. And I, when I look at a human being, the beingness of our own presence, it really takes that time to honor what's in front of you. Yet when we're moving so fast, I look at it in a situation where when we're overstimulated and our central nervous system from our brain to our spine is moving so quickly, are we actually present to see the magic that's happening before us? And that's why when I look within America, what's happening in America? Look at the music industry. Look at the Hollywood industry. Look at the government. There is such a heavy density of what I find control, mm. programming, conditioning nothing right or wrong nothing good or bad it is what it is mm. it, it is it is the density that needs to be placed forth but i find it's one of the most heaviest places and funny enough honey and i we joke around we're placed in you know in the mega capital of dc to bring forth that light mm. and sometimes we're like we don't even want to be here but we know we have to be here <laughs> to transcend that but sometimes it's just funny when you watch to see how fast things are moving and Really what I see is the fear basis of what's being projected because we know that it is love that really connects, divine love that helps us expand. And when there's that polarity of constant fear, constant stress, constant worry, constant anxiety, it doesn't allow ourselves to relax and be fully in our highest divine mode. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess Archangel Michael is very much needed now, and you're working with my Archangel Michael. Where, can you say something about how you met Michael and the kind of work you're doing now? Yeah, and so thank you, Steve. This is it's been a blessing. In 2017, um, July 17th, I was deeply honored to literally be doing a traditional Chinese acupuncture session on my beloved, and her being a full transmedium channel. When I was working on her, Archangel Michael came directly through her in full channel to communicate the message to me, what is to be done to help clear the deepest pains, the deepest sufferings of lifetimes that have been imposed on us. And it was a beautiful channel that really talks about how to bring forth the fifth dimensional frequency through our bodies, clearing the pain and suffering that have been lodged in the hands and feet, which is very interesting, Steve, the hands that we serve, mm. the feet that we walk, mm. where the meridians, most of them start and end on our hands and feet. And also when we think about our physical body, from our physical body of our hands and feet, then what's outside of that, our mental, our emotional, our ethereal, 
our spiritual well-being. So when he came in and spoke through honey, it shifted every single thing that I've done in my life because as we all know, we keep expanding our, our healing modalities as conduits. Yeah. So what happened through that is it allowed me to take everything that I have that I've learned and experienced and then to apply what came through by using the combination of acupuncture, shamanic healing, chakra balancing, and specifically sound vibration, which the individual uses in which I guide them through cleansing and clearing through their fingers to release the deepest depths of their pain that has been life-changing. Many have, have had experiences where they've cleared masses within their body. They've released, you know, pains from other lifetimes. And what I've noticed about that is it's not just only for the individual. It's for the ancestral line. It's for deep levels of humanity and the collective because what's happening in that session is happening on such a deep multidimensional level that I almost have a hard time of writing it down because each experience, you know, ex expands deeper depending on what the individual is bringing to the table. So it's, it's to me, it's, it's transformed me. And really what I, what I appreciate about it is it's given me a direct connection with the angelic realm to really see what is before us to help us. Because many times we feel like we're on this journey alone and we put the world on our shoulders. Mm. Yet when we connect to this angelic realm and ascended masters, star beings, all the elements, all the directions, they are there to assist where I'm just the conduit. As we all know, the healers are the conduits. And when this fifth dimensional frequency is brought forward, it is extraordinary to see how amazing the individual feels. And sometimes so blown away that afterwards they don't understand what happened because it goes on for a journey of days, weeks, and months afterwards. It's not something I would do weekly or monthly. This is usually a one-time experience, maybe twice, but it, it is an in-person experience that I feel blessed that Archangel Michael came directly to me. I mean, I was in tears, Steve. I, I literally, when his presence came through, I was crying because it was like meeting the beloved of the beloveds, and it just blew me to the wall. I, I almost had to sit quiet for the next three days and be like, did this really happen? Like, me like it questioned my own worth and yeah. my own self-love because it was it was beyond enormous like this little mind couldn't quite handle it because i was so blown away but now deeply grateful that i can be a conduit of it and, and share that in, in the deepest means of my heart beautiful so i know michael you've agreed to do a kind of meditation connecting people i think to the sacred flame in the heart so i, I can pass it over to you sure wonderful well let's go ahead and what I would like to do for those that just really want to connect within their heart is now just to take their hands, place that within their heart, and take a nice deep breath in and a deep breath out. And allowing themselves to feel this sacred heartbeat, this beautiful flame that is now expanding with each breath in and each breath out, expanding that sacred flame, allowing it to ascend beyond the earth and into the heavenly realms, allowing this sacred flame to descend into Mother Earth, expanding it so that you feel this illumination, this light, this heart that connects you from heaven to earth. As we invite the elements of the East, 
the south, the west, the north, the directions. We bring in the elements of fire. We bring in the elements of earth. We bring in the elements of water and we bring in the elements of air. We honor the elements and directions to span illuminating this flame as it now illuminates our heart, bringing forth our dear sacred angels as we welcome Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Uriel, Archangel Ariel, and expanding this flame around us so that we can fully feel our divine connection. We invite the Ascended Masters, our star sisters and star brothers, our dear guards and guides. We allow this expansion to be illuminated in the full divinity of our heart in feeling this flame, this love, radiate to the source of all illumination, connecting us to our heart, to the oneness that allows us to be in our sacred flame, to allow us to feel the fullness of the expansion that we are, allowing our divinity to fully connect with source and bringing it forward in this flame as we inhale this deeply in and exhale it deeply out. Feeling this expansion, this flame dissolve all lower vibrations, all densities within our body as we connect and allow the pureness of our love, of our heart, and our deep oneness. as we allow the great gratitude that's before us, igniting this flame and welcoming it to always come home in our breath and in our hearts. As we slowly now return back to this beautiful world, slowly coming back to this beautiful land, slowly coming back to our beautiful vessel and into our beautiful heart and into this flame that is now illuminated and connected to all. We thank the blessings, we thank our life, and we thank the divine alignment that has come before us. Thank you.